At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Well, how are you doing, everybody? My name is Lance Goolsby, and I am talking directly into your ear holes, and we're going to be talking about metal detecting and archaeology for the next 45 minutes to an hour. I don't know. I do not know exactly how long these shows go. I try and keep it all fresh and everything, but, uh, you know, I can only talk so long. I want to give a big shout-out to Robert Hope, uh, Bob Hope sitting over there in the, uh, the U.K., Justin Cornelius, thank you everybody for coming in and watching the show live while I'm recording this on Facebook. If you guys have any questions or anything while this show is live, which I'm recording Sunday night, the 23rd of September, starting at 9 o'clock at night in uh, Central Europe, that's 8 o'clock in England, and uh, all the way back to 3 o'clock on the East Coast of the U.S. If you guys want to talk to me while I'm doing this, send me a... any kind of comments, ask me any kind of questions, I'll uh, feel free to answer every single one of them. I would love to answer them all. And um, don't think that I won't. I will honestly talk to every single one of you. Now, where this show is going to go, I don't know. This is the very special Southern Rock episode. So we're going to be going uh, into the Southern states, which have recently... Uh, been hit pretty hard by the hurricane that came into the east coast of the United States. And um, we're going to be um, talking about that. And uh, we're also going to be talking about some fines and everything else that uh, we got in those areas. So I'm going to be hitting up, uh, you know, fines that are found in the south of the United States and, um, you know, and anywhere else that uh, tickles my fancy. And as always, every single one of these finds that I'm going to be talking about can be found on the Global Detection Adventures Facebook group. And uh, that is on Facebook. Feel free to uh, join and uh, join the discussion there. Feel free to post finds and videos and everything else. Do not feel the need uh, to hide or be quiet because you might feel attacked by someone. We do not do that, and we do not condone any kind of slander whatsoever. GDA is a group for you, by you. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be kind of talking about things that have been going on during the course of the last several uh, several days. Uh, you know, I do this as a weekly show, And I'm going to be covering a little bit of news that has gone on here, um, uh, you know, in Germany. Some news that just recently came about. And um, so I'm going to be sharing that with you guys. This is going to be a breaking news. Basically, this news just came out uh, a couple days ago. For anybody who knows about it, the uh, Nebulous Disc, uh, they have figured out exactly... 
what it is now. So uh, this is a disc that was found in 1999. Uh, the excuse me, the Nebra disc. This was found in 1999 by metal detectors. Um, illegally sold off, illegally dug up, and a whole bunch of bad stuff happened with that one. But uh, it finally ended up back in the hands. It is in a museum. It is being studied and everything else. Uh, they date it back to 3,500 years ago. And uh, I've got a lot of news about this, so I'm going to be covering this as well. Um, and it is breaking news. Like I said, it just came out on Friday. Only published that I know of. In the local German paper, I've translated it, and I'm going to be talking about it as well. And we're going to be looking into some uh, music that covers the area as well. So I hope you guys will join me for uh, a great show. Um, but for now, I'm going to start this off as I always do. Uh, we're going to be going into a song. I'm going to be looking to see if I can get somebody to come in and join me on the show. And uh, then we will be back in just a few minutes. All right, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be, I'm going to be introducing you guys to Southern rock music. This is the Gasoline Gypsies with Walking Trouble. So uh, I'm going to take it off and give you guys to them. me straight to pain got me working in the sunshine while she resting in the shade and every night she lay me down in this filthy bed she's made she's walking trouble oh yes she's trouble and trouble always finds me oh yes she's walking trouble See trouble and trouble always finds me. I ask for patience, she only gives me grief. Stole my heart and took off running. Lord, she robbed me like a thief. Well, that old wicked old woman, she always hanging around. But when it comes to when I'm lost, she ain't nowhere to be found. She's walking trouble. Trouble. She's trouble. Trouble, trouble, she's trouble, trouble always finds me. 
Gasoline Gypsies with Walking Trouble, uh, one of their brand new songs. Glad to have them uh, working with us. I got a bunch of other songs coming on, and we're going to be having a really good time. Right now, I want to go over uh, some news that came out on Friday over here in Germany. Uh, now, if you've never heard of the Nebra disc, it is a very, it is quite large, actually, uh, disc that actually has a picture of the sun, the moon and uh, a bunch of stars on it. And um, nobody knew exactly where it was, what it was and when it came from. And uh, now we've got a bunch of news about it because they seem to have finally decoded everything. Everything has finally been um, said. Now, uh, this is a story originally written for the German newspaper Bild, um, which was written on the 21st of September, so this last Friday, by Jan Weltzold, Weltzold and uh, obviously translated by myself. Now, um, if you don't know what the Nebra disc is, uh, take a look for it. It's the Nebra, N-E-B-R-A disc. It's a celestial disc, really beautiful find. One of those literally once in a millennia metal detecting finds and this guy who the guy who dug it up did the exact wrong thing and they currently use this as a reason why metal detecting in Germany should be illegal because they still feel that uh, things like this some historic finds are being found and just sent off and it's a sad sad state and hopefully uh, with everybody in Germany, with all these people like Coin Shooter Robbie and everybody else that's over here, uh, we can get a whole lot of good things happening and uh, teach them that, you know, we're not stealing the history over here. So let me go ahead and read you the story. The mystery of the sky disc has been solved. The first state of Europe laid originally in Saxony Anhalt with a cult of people and victims disappearing 3,500 years ago. For over 20 years, for almost 20 years, researchers have been puzzling over the legendary sky disk. It's a scientific sensation. 4,000 years ago, a fabulous kingdom is said to have originated in what is now Turing, 
in Saxony Anhalt. The state researchers have finally solved the riddle of the legendary Nebra celestial disk and published their findings in a book. The disk shows a sun, crescent moon, and 32 golden stars. It is insured for over a hundred million euro. The legendary disk is the world's oldest representation of the cosmos and is said to have served the prince of a lost kingdom to predict the course of the sun. He was able to set the time required for sowing and harvesting. Until then, children and young women were sacrificed to make the sun god merciful, according to Professor Dr. Harold Miller, uh, director of the Landesmuseum für Vorgeschichte in Halle, uh, which is the Museum for History in Halle. Uh, it also shows the sky disk materials at the time that the gold came from southern England. And uh, in addition, that the celestial disk follows templates from the Orient, uh, which is thanks to comments and and modern arg- uh, agriculture. Man, I am having a hard time speaking today. Anyway, uh, the pr- the prince became ever richer and more and more powerful, then rose to king and built an army, the first real state in Europe. Scientists called them the... I live in Germany, and I'm probably going to butcher this one. So this is the... Oinitsa Kultur, named after a place near Prague where the first graves were discovered by the followers of the sky disk. After his death, the king was buried like a pharaoh. The most spectacular tomb in Europe was 15 meters high, 65 meters in diameter, and was full of gold. Today, there is a, today it is a dump. Literally, it is a, a trash dump. Uh, around 1600 BC, in 2,000 kilometers uh, distant Greece, the volcano Athera erupted, and the, at the same time, the kingdom fell. The sky darkened here, as well as mist, harvest, and hunger followed. The sky disk did not work anymore. The power of the king was broken, and the empire crumbled. So here's the story behind it. On July 4th, 1999, the hobby detectorist found the sky disc, swords, three axes, and bracelets at Nebra, located in Saxony-Anhalt, using a metal detector. The find was damaged, improperly lifted from the soil, and sold to a dealer for 31,000 Deutschmarks, which today would probably be a little over 15,000 euro. It changed owner illegally several times until the Landesarchäologist, uh, the the uh, people's archaeologist, who Ride Miller. Oh man, I cannot say his name. Made an interesting purchase in 2002, after which the fencers were arrested and the fine was transferred to the Treasury Department. So this this disc is um, significantly historic, not only for Germany, but because it is literally the first state in the land that is now Europe. Um, 
Now, it was found by metal detectors. The guy, he was new to the hobby. He really didn't know what he was doing. He was out metal detecting. He found this thing. He dug it up out of the ground, uh, literally just hammering it with a shovel. You can just really imagine this. And then he also found um, swords and axes and bracelets and so much other stuff and just illegally dug it out of the ground and immediately turned around and sold it on the internet and sold it off, I believe it was a collector in France, who then pieced it out and resold it again. And it got resold and resold over and over again until 2002 when, um, you know, the uh, the German archaeologists um, found it and then they were able to return it. But because of this, now politicians use the illegal way that it was handled to actually uh, start trying to get legislation over here against metal detectors. And just like Justin Cornelius, uh, thank you for listening, Justin. He said those fines made detecting very difficult in Germany, and it really has. Uh, fortunately for myself, I live in Bavaria, so it's been really relaxed over here for it. But when you go to places like um, Turingen, uh, it is really really difficult uh, to get permission over there. And there are so many rules. In um, in other places like former East Germany, it is still illegal to metal detect over there because of stuff exactly like this. Um, it's bad. It's bad for everybody that's metal detecting because what happens is, is that they see this face of metal detectors and they think this is exactly what every single one of us do. And it's up to people like us to, um, to do shows like the global detection podcast. I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but all these, uh, groups, uh, the GDA group, um, I can't even name of archeology span and metal detecting online. Uh, XP Deus Team USA, all these groups that are out there showing exactly that we really do out, go out of our way to find legal ways to find these. Uh, we do not break laws to do it, and we need to create this community. Uh, stop fighting amongst ourselves about fines and everything else, and just really teach everybody that we are out here to find and bring things back into the light for people. Unfortunately, there are people out there hawking around and, um, you know, going illegally onto sites and finding things and not reporting it. But the most of us are out here legally doing it, getting in touch with the uh, PLO um, and uh, turning in fines that are um, historically significant. Um a permit in Germany is not necessary in my area. In Bavaria, there is no uh, permit needed. I can literally just grab my metal detector and go walking onto uh, a field right now or into some woods and start metal detecting. I do personally go find uh, permission before I actually go metal detecting uh, because it is morally correct to actually ask permission prior to going on to somebody's land, uh, even though I do not need to. And uh, I do share fines of every single thing that I find on their land with the owners. And I give them first opportunity to um, 
call dibs on anything that I find. And I know a lot of the guys that are with me on the Shatsuke Schweinfurt, which is translated to Treasure Hunter Schweinfurt, we do the same thing. Um, we offer finds up to anybody who wants them. If we find historically significant finds, the first thing we do is turn them in. We have gotten so good that one of our guys, uh, Benchy, uh, he is actually working with an archaeologist team as we speak uh, to dig up um, prehistoric graves. Uh, these graves were recently found, and they needed metal detectors out there to locate metal objects. I mean, it is of the Iron Time, you know, the, the Iron Age. Um, so they do have finds like gold and everything else out there. So uh, I couldn't be happier being aligned with the people that I'm with over here in Germany right now uh, because... We are doing the correct thing. And this is what we, as everybody else, as metal detectors, really need to do. Um, show everybody. And, you know, everybody that I know, that I interact with, I know we do this. And it's fantastic hearing the stories that come out of it. People that find rings and return them to the, the families or go out and look for... Um, uh, what is it, a, a time capsule that they left on somebody's land for 40 years and got permission to finally dig it back up for the person who used to live there and buried it when he was a small child. It's just, it's heartwarming stories like this, and I love it. I love it. So uh, that's it for uh, Germany. Uh, if you get a chance to see the Nebra desk, it is absolutely uh, a beautiful, beautiful piece of history. And now that they know exactly what it was, that it was a king uh, in the area who, uh, the first king in Europe, uh, the first armies in Europe, and he used this disc until uh, a volcano erupted in Greece, which caused chaos over here in Europe. It's just unbelievable. And uh, for now, we're going to be listening to uh, the Blackberry Smoke. This is a song called Let Me Down Easy featuring Amanda Shires. So I'll be talking with you guys real soon. Enjoy this one. Look closer and you'll see I'm still a kid 
Well, I'm back. Uh, that was uh, that was the Blackberry Smoke. Love it. I'm loving the Southern Rock. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Uh, we had a little bit of a discussion going on while I was listening to the music uh, between Scott Dubay, Justin Cornelius, Robert Hope, and uh, their and Fred Stidler. Um, now, um, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah the dirt loves us equally scott dubay said the dirt is not biased it loves us equally we should do the same for each other in the uk uh, robert hope says in the uk you need permission for detecting on both land and beach justin cornelius said world war ii foresights are very prohibited if caught big fine and metal detector confiscated I, i'm guessing justin cornelius is talking about here in germany as well um uh yeah, it's uh, a lot of the sites over here are really bad, especially if you're in former uh, East Germany. I know they really, really do look down on that one. Uh, Scott Dubé says the majority, uh, uh, majority of the UK beaches are owned by the Crown. Robert said, "No, it's not, Scott Lupro. You still need permit from the Crown Estates." Um, you used to be able to get permit, but they did away with that. I've heard the UK clubs rent farmers' lands and have to pay the farmer. Um, in Germany, there was another guy caught. He found a Roman chair and believe he received a big fine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, I know a couple of these other stories. I'm gonna kind of go off off track on this one. Um, there was a kid who actually posted a video of himself uh, locating a gold necklace. Um, just a moment, uh, talking with, uh, our friend Randall Garrett in Texas. He's, uh, he's at work today, unfortunately. Uh, Randall, I uh, hope everything's going good. Um, uh, so, uh, we'll get in touch with you. Uh, I'm sending my best to you and your mother and everything. Uh, um, yeah, so I'll get in touch with you real soon, but, uh, but it, yeah, so there was this guy that was out metal detecting. Uh, I can't remember. It wasn't too far from me. It's one, one of the other German states. It wasn't Saxon uh, where the other one was found, but it was uh, in a similar area. Um, he was out metal detecting and recorded himself. He has his own channel and everything else on YouTube. And um, so he found this gold. Uh, it was a small square, probably about an inch by an inch square gold. And it looked like it had chain links leading to another piece. And so he started digging it out and pulling out the pieces, digging them out, pulling them out, digging them up, pulling them out. Um, and um, so he went uh, went home and started posting the videos and everything. And he showed it and he was just laughing about it so much. Uh, it turns out um, that the guy had dug up a Celtic necklace uh, a solid gold women's Celtic necklace. It was massive. I mean, if you look at me that I'm wearing it, I mean, it went from like my neck down probably a good six, eight inches down my chest. And it was kind of this V shape and all solid gold squares in that V shape pointing down. Very beautiful necklace that he had dug up. And in the process of digging it up, he was smacking it with his shovel, breaking, um, the links between the gold pieces and um yeah it's really really sad that he was just yanking and tearing this thing out of the ground and just laughing about it the whole time 
And so about two weeks later, he kept posting videos. And about two weeks later, he posted a video about him receiving a letter in the mail from the German government uh, requesting the peace. He's like, no, you know what? Screw you guys. I found this. This is mine. And I can deal with it as I want. Well, unfortunately, the guy, another newbie to the hobby, didn't understand what was going on. And he had completely destroyed uh, this uh, three, two, three thousand year old piece of history, um, and uh, was trying to sell it off. And they ended up break, you know, going to his house with a warrant for his arrest and arresting him. Uh, I think he's finally out of jail now. And the kid was only maybe 17, 18 years old, so it was a really sad story that you know. Uh, misinformation and just not having a care for the history that he was digging up. He just sees gold and that's all it was. And that's, that was the big thing to him. And unfortunately, uh, tore it up. And, uh, Justin is also talking about, um, the guy that was over here. Um, uh, a guy that dug up a Roman chair, uh, he believes that he got a fine. And so Justin, I don't really know that story. Um, if you're available, I'd give you a call and we could talk about that. And that one would be fantastic. Let me know uh, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and cut into another song. Let me know if you're still available to talk. I would definitely talk to you about that one. That would definitely be a good one to uh, discuss because that's even new for me. Uh, give me a shout out. Call me up on uh, Facebook and uh, just right over Facebook chat and let me know. Uh, but until then, we're going to be heading off into the music again real quick. Uh, we're going to be listening to The Dead South. And this song is called In Hell, I Will Be Good Company. So hopefully you guys are going to like this one too. I definitely do. This is a fun one. So I'll talk to you guys real soon. And... Uh, like I said, Justin, give me a buzz and let me know if you want to come on the show, bud.
Redhead, masked red, tear shed, queen be my squeeze. The stage smells, tells, hells, bells, miss, bells, snacks me on my knees. It didn't hurt, flirt, blood, squirt, stop, shirt like me on a tree. That was In Hell, I'll Be Good Company by the Dead South. Hope you guys like that one. It's a real mellow one. I just love that beat and everything. I think it really gets to me. It's one of those pump songs for me when I go metal detecting. So uh, hope you guys are enjoying the show right now. If you feel like you want to come on to the show, feel free to give me a buzz. Uh, I'm happy to bring you on to the show. I'm going to be around for about another 20 minutes, and then I'm going to be heading off out of here. It's getting late over here in Germany, ladies and gentlemen. It is almost 10 o'clock at night, and tomorrow is Monday, sadly enough. So hopefully you're going to be listening to this on the way to work if you aren't listening right now. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, I want to give you a big, huge Thank you. There are 5 billion things that you can be doing on the internet right now. 5 billion things that you can be listening to. 5 billion things that you can be reading. 5 billion games you can be playing. But instead, you got my Sasquatchian voice talking in your ear and you're enjoying it, I hope. If so, please head on over. Please, please head on over to iTunes and uh, give me a a rating, a five-star rating would really help me bounce up a little bit into those, uh, into the, uh, you know, the rating system that they got on there. Some crazy kind of uh, uh, system that they have. I don't even understand it. Um, uh, and, um, you know, if you do that, you, it will really help my standing on Facebook, on uh, iTunes. Give me a, a leave a comment in there as well it only takes a couple seconds and just uh, rate the show let me know exactly what you guys think and if you got anything that you want to talk about feel free to head on over to global detection adventures on facebook leave messages there if you want to join up i'll definitely bring you into it you just click that join button and i'll uh, give you the permission to come on in as long as you aren't selling sunglasses if you're selling sunglasses don't want you with us, even though I do like sunglasses. Uh, so for anybody that wants to know, you can find this once I'm done with this recording on iTunes, on Spreaker, and anywhere else to download to listen to in the shower as everybody does. Nobody does, uh, except for one person. And uh, 
And his hus- her husband is asking me right now if I still release this as a podcast. Of course I do, brother. You know I do, Luke. Big shout out to Luke, Laura, and the twins. Love you guys. You know you're my brothers over in the UK. I love you guys over there. If you don't know Archaeology and uh, Metal Detecting Magazine, make sure you go to Arche- archmdmag.com. That's A-R-C-H-M-D-Mag.com. And check it out over there. Uh, really great bunch of guys. And it is a fantastic, uh, fantastic website. You want news on archaeology? You want news on metal detecting? This is the place where you go. Uh, so, yeah, we're still, uh, Justin Cornelius is still trying to find uh, information on the Roman chair that was found over here in Germany. It might be a story that we'll talk about next week. I don't know, but uh, for right now, I want to talk about uh, uh, one of our friends, Siren Kimmy, uh, was in North Carolina when the tour, when the hurricanes touched down, and I was talking with her for a little bit before she lost, uh, before she lost her power and everything else over there. Uh, I want to send out a huge, huge, huge. Um, uh, bit of love out to everybody that was affected during the uh, touchdown of the hurricane in uh, North Carolina, anywhere in the United States, uh, any place that was affected by it. It's a massive, massive travesty that happened over there. And um, I want uh, everybody to know that uh, we are here with you. We care about you guys. We truly do love you. Uh, Thank you for all your support over there, and hopefully you guys get the support that you need after this uh, natural disaster to really bring you guys back into uh, a semblance of a livable state. I know so many people lost their homes, lost their belongings, and um, I read one report that a woman went back home and she said, I was walking down the street toward our our house, and it was like somebody literally lifted everything out of our house and just started spreading it across the yards of all our neighbors. That had to be absolutely horrible to experience. Um, So from myself and everybody else that's part of the GDA team, from Matt and 42 and uh, Luke and Laura and Dave Sadler, our heart goes out to everybody affected in uh, the United States by the hurricane. Um, It was important to me that I stayed in touch with everybody and uh, like I said, our favorite siren, Siren Kimmy, was affected by it. She did have some flooding. And um, so uh, she did end up taking uh, her dog and she went out uh, up toward the mountains to get away from it. And she found the last room that accepted dogs. And she was able to keep safe and warm and finally got power up there and get back in touch with every single one of us. So, Kimmy, I want to give you a really special shout-out to you, girl. You know, uh, I want to get you onto the show at some point. Uh, Your GDA Siren Kimmy, and uh, we love you. We love watching your videos. I'm just glad that you are safe and everybody in your your immediate vicinity is safe as well. Anybody who uh, is a part of your life, 
was able to stay safe, dry, and uh, out of the hell that came washing ashore. Um, uh, so I want to send uh, Matt showed up in the chat. Yeah, I want to give him a big shout out. Um, but uh, you know this this is why I decided this week I wanted to do the Southern Rock because you know what. I lived in the South for a while. Uh, people who know me knows that I'm a cowboy, and uh, I can honestly say that uh, I I was <laughs> raised with horses. I used to bull ride back in the early 90s when I was still a young buck and had too much pep and vinegar. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I was stupid at one time, and um, so for everybody in the South... Uh, I love it down there. I really do love it down there, and I'm glad that uh, it wasn't worse than it was. Uh, so if you don't know who Siren Kimmy is, make sure you check out Girls Rock Metal Detecting and uh, also check out Siren Kimmy online. Uh, she really does have a good hunting blog, and she is really fun to watch. She makes really original videos, and is truly a uh, uh, a really good person for our hobby. She is a, a spokesperson for our hobby. Uh, so uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're kind of uh, running down. We're coming to the end of the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the guest on today. She doesn't seem to be having her internet connection up. I was trying to get a hold of Kimmy to bring her onto the show today, but uh, it doesn't look like she's going to be coming on. And uh, so uh, for me to every single one of you guys, you know, thank you so much, like I said, for listening to the show. Give me a rating on iTunes. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. These will really help um, bump me up a little bit on the uh, on the iTunes, uh, you know, the, the, the system that they have for rating their shows. I truly appreciate you guys letting me talk into your ear. And uh, right now, um, honestly, we're heading over to uh, Sweden for this next song. Uh, you're going to love this. Uh, this is a band called Steven Seagulls. Yeah, see what, he, what they did there with the name? Steve and Seagulls. Okay, and uh, this song is called Thunderstruck. You're definitely gonna know this one, and trust me, your your uh, your music player is not stuck on 45 with a 33 and a third on the turntable. And if you understand what I just said, then you're as old as I am. And from me to each one of you guys, I want to thank every single one of you for coming in and listening to Global Detection Adventures one more time. Uh, I'm going to be looking for this uh, these things that were dug up uh, in Germany that Justin Cornelius was talking to us about, and um, I'll let you know exactly what happened. Uh, we're going to be talking about that next week, and uh, we're going to be bringing in special guests next week as well. Uh, but for now, this is it for the Global Detection Adventures Week. If you find stuff while metal detecting, post it on Global Detection Adventures. Chances are you could be featured on next week's show. I really hope to uh, I really hope to get you onto the show, and I really can't wait to see what you guys find. And that's going to be it for me, y'all. 
We'll see you out on the field. Let's dig it up, y'all. This is a production of the Global Detection Adventures Podcast Network, the GDA Network. If you have a podcast 
and want to host it with the GDA Network. Doesn't matter what the subjects are. Take a look at what we got. We got the GDA Radio Podcast, and we got There Is Another. These are two extremely different kinds of shows. Make sure you let me know, Lance Schoolsby on Facebook, or the, the creator of the Global Detection Adventures, and let me know that you got a show. I would be more than happy to host it. Uh, the more people that we have, the less the, the hosting costs will be right now. If you want to host a show, you're going to be paying around 100 bucks a year. Imagine paying 20 bucks for an entire year. The more shows that we got, the cheaper it's going to be for us. So if you got a podcast, let me know. We would love to host it on the GDA Radio Podcast Network. Make sure you check out my other show. There is another. It's also available on Google. It's on iTunes. And uh, take a listen to the geek culture the way you've never heard it before. We try to have a little bit of fun and give you updates on a lot of stuff. But until then, this is Lance Goolsby. We'll talk to you in one week. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy!